This is the scrapyard. Yes, it is the scrapyard. I'm Seamus Byrne, and we are back to go deep, deep, deep on the beloved game that is Hearthstone. If you're not a really big Hearthstone fan, this is probably not the week for you, or it might be exactly the week you've been waiting for when you learn just how awesome the Year of the Phoenix is shaping up. And to make sure that you learn that lesson with us this week, I have two massive Hearthstone nerds here on the show this week. Costa is back. Todovsky, thank you for returning once again. We've been teasing the fact that you got to see mm-hmm. all this stuff early. Really nice to have you here to finally unleash Definitely. on all the coolness that you heard. Um, and Sterling, thank you for coming back. Last time you were here, we were talking about World Championships with Hunter Ace taking it out last year, so it's been a while. <laughs> I remember it like yesterday. Oh, it, it was... That was actually a really, really great world championship. When you, you know, go to five games and winning in fatigue on a crazy random deck moment, that was, yeah, good times, good times. With you forever. <laughs> so um, first, I did just want to touch on a few of the kind of general news discussions um, on all the kind of Blizzard stuff that's been going on at first. Well, let's uh, have to wait for the Hearthstone content. People are going to have to wait about waiting three more minutes. About it. Look, they can like are. skip ahead about three minutes. Um, and, of course, we'll, we'll end up getting sidetracked for like 15 minutes. But um, mm. if you skip ahead three minutes, you'll miss this. We point. won't get sidetracked if you don't mention Diablo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or Outbreak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. What are the big news items from this past week? We've got uh, Echo. Really big news over in Overwatch. For Overwatch fans, mm-hmm. hero number 32, and uh, Jeff Kaplan did confirm she will be the only lonely hero of 2020 um, on the PTR now. But they've even been doing some weird little previews with, like, Overwatch League players kind of having a crack and having some fun, um, given that, you know, they're not in sort of – I think they're, they're starting to play again, but they're not really in a full schedule again or anything like that. Mm. But – any thoughts from uh, you folks on Echo, or do we? You know, are you both too Hearthstone to care? <laughs> I think it's well. It's about time that they added that Echo was revealed properly because it's just been something that, a new hero that everybody's been expecting for so long. But I'm disappointed that that's just ruling out no more heroes for 2020, unless they've uh, got Overwatch Two is now the focus for new stuff. That's a that, that's my um, silver lining. Yeah, from that uh, from the bit of news is that if this is the only hero for this year, it would almost certainly mean Overwatch Two is coming hopefully this Christmas. Yeah, well, I, that's uh, that, but Echo itself. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it does make me feel like you know, I mean, right? Any good fan should be like tear, tearing apart the wording of like what they've said to see if there's any loopholes in there for <laughs> for like the surprise. Oh, I'm the worst of, at that. <laughs> That's, that's why we need Reddit. It's like to, like they've been teasing Echo for how long now? You look at all the evidence, you're like, well, oh, I guess they have. Yeah. <laughs> um, and look, there's nothing like a good, you know, red-lined whiteboard of, uh, you know, craziness to to set Reddit fans aflame. Um, but, yeah, so I think it's a big deal at least and it's certainly, mm. I mean, it feels like... Her ultimate sounds cool or weird. Um, yeah. It's, she can steal another hero's abilities it's like i'm not too sure how that becomes yeah she like like initially i thought like how is that an advantage but then you realize about with team composition if you use it in a certain way exactly and then her ultimate charge is much faster than normal in that form too and if she dies she just goes back to being echo so i think it's gonna be absolutely nuts in certain hands and so Mm. i haven't sort of seen the video of this or anything like does she actually transform into looking like the hero she's duplicating. Or is yes, it just like a, sort yeah, of a, right. a blue version of that hero. Cool. Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds Very fun. Very cool. Yeah. And you're right. If that means that you can suddenly, you know, you can have two of a given character on your team for a little while, like because, the you know, everyone's running whatever mm. comps they're running. Um, the, you know, though it's interesting, for us, isn't it? Because the most pointless dupe is going to be duping another Echo. So um, <laughs> if everybody's running Echo, then that kind of cancels one of your options pretty directly. 
Um, but it will be interesting to see how people use that um, and find kind of interesting utility for for that kind of a function. But um, what are other things? I know like she's got like a triple, uh, that sort of triple shot firing yeah, mechanism so that comes out. Damage hero. Yep. And she shoots out of her arm. Yep. Or robot thing, cybernetic limb. And then there's like a sticky bomb type system. Oh, and then the focusing beam, which is an interesting idea to say it does extra damage when someone is below half damage. Yes. And she's also got a bit of a a Farrah style flying around. Flight mechanism. Yep. I think Uh, that focus beam's half damage bonus also applies to shields too. So she should be able to shred some of those Sigma shields and all that. Yeah. One thing that hits me is because I believe she has sort of a natural, uh, like a passive where she sort of floats down, with, like she doesn't fall quickly. And I wonder if, if everybody, if you're trying to go for the team kill and jump off the side or like, you know, into the, um, you know, into the well or something like that, does she fall down much slower and therefore slow down your ability to team reset? Because that would be interesting. <laughs> it's like, stop flying slowly. <laughs> yeah. Let me just kill that myself. That needs to be tested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, big general pick. Well, actually, I'll start with the WoW stuff. Um, two quick things in WoW. WoW gets 100% XP boost until April 20. So rather perfect timing to say, hey, board sitting around at home looking for something to do why not level another alt in your alt collection for world of warcraft with yeah a completely sort of doubled experience point boost uh and then right now i think it finishes tomorrow like on the next reset trial of style is on which is one of wow's kind of cute little holiday events but the biggest bonus if you're someone who doesn't even care about doing the trial of style itself is that uh, it's free to do all your transmog changes to your equipment. And that can cost a lot of money if you're mm. trying to sort of try out some different vibes and just see what's going on. So it's a good time to just quickly swat, you know, switch out a lot of your outfits and go, oh, yeah, I do want to you know, find some other cool weapon or something and then leave it alone until next trailer star. <laughs> and the barbershop is free as well. But, yeah, anybody planning on boosting or, sorry, not boosting, you don't want to waste a boost in the middle of 100 XP uh, 100% XP boost. Um, but anyone planning on spending some quality home time uh, running up some alts at the moment? Because I know I am. I just well, always I do. know you are, yeah. <laughs> I'm still still um, working on my wizard build in Diablo 3 for the new ah, season. Ah, yes. How deep into that are you right now? Speaking oh, of tangents, which we said. Paragon we 600, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, so a pretty deep, deep, deep. Yeah. Deep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I better not. Yeah, because it's this. This build is yeah a thing of a thing of perfection. Awesome. And one thing I did. It's, it's ask, the theme that the Can Ice Cube theme is just it's ridiculous what you can do now. Yeah. Cool. All right. I, I I'm gonna have to catch up on that, and then maybe in a couple of weeks we'll do a uh, yeah we'll do a catch up on this season and helping me mm-hmm. actually work out. And I'll and I'll capture a nice Rift Run video. Oh, nice. That you Go can on. watch. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, why did you choose my one kind of little, you know, diversion there? Why did you decide uh, uh, that um, Wizard was the way to go for this season? Because I know that whole thing where you can't get the yes. class. You have to. You can only get one of the class sets. So why was that's that right? Choice? But it's not even. It's not the new set either. I wanted to go Wizard because I last time I played Wizard was such a long time ago, and that the most powerful build was Archon form. And this that set, the Vias set, which yeah, is like the right. the set you get by reward. But I just don't like that playstyle at all. And right. so the new set, I thought the Hydra one is super powerful, and it is because I know somebody who's using it. But then because of the Kenai's Cube, the wizard has so many items, and you use that gem that means every legendary item or ancient item that you have equipped, you get this ban- uh, this damage bonus. So you can just mix and match so many different items and you can even run a Hydra build without even running the Hydra set that's just as powerful <laughs> yeah, or more right. powerful. And you can just swap out abilities. Like you're not locked in like a set like to these three skills or these three things. You can just try variations and it's so much fun. And you just, yeah, like able to do 80 plus greater rifts very easily without even optimizing 
Oh, well, I mean, it's optimized, but not, you know, at the ideal level that you want every yeah. item to be. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, Sterling, do you dabble in any of these other things or the Warcrafts or is uh, Hearthstone your happy place? So I'm that much of a Hearthstone fan that I started playing World of Warcraft to get Liadrin in Hearthstone. <laughs> um, and so I got I got my Worgen Rogue up to level 20 and I can't say I've touched it too many times since. Um, might crack, uh, jump in now with this XP boost, but it is competing with Animal Crossing uh, for my time, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, probably just the last quick bit of news is the fact that apparently there have been seven denial of service attacks on Blizzard servers in the last four days. I mean, they're pretty well practiced at fighting these things off. You know, there's yep. always a few blips, but they are pretty it's just, capable. It's, it's but, always an, like, it's like still, like, why do people, yeah, I mean, you don't want yeah. to explain or go into that. But I mean, because Blizzard are doing, is it, yeah, StarCraft, all the commanders are free or something. Um, Heroes of the Storm, even though that's... That's right, yeah, you know, everything is free in... Yeah, the Heroes competitive the side moment. is pretty much no longer in, I guess, in the limelight. Yeah. Um, yeah, but all the heroes are free. You know, you get the WoW XP boost. Yeah, there's a lot and, of yeah, cool stuff Everything's happening on. across, yeah, new heroes. Yeah, yeah, just it's all happening. Yeah. So, yeah, real shame that people are desperately trying to ruin it and, like, kudos to Blizzard's server teams because of course a lot of them are currently just trying to operate remotely to keep this infrastructure up and running um given that california is in total lockdown so it's kind of one of those things where you go oh so they remotely managing the servers yeah like i think you know because i think they can't even really be in there like i've seen their kind of war room set up where they manage a lot of that stuff from but i think they mm, yeah i've seen it through a window I think they are it's just having to cool. run it all kind of remotely at the moment which is you know, well, epic efforts to yeah to manage this stuff um, in the face of a lot of trolls who are at home just looking for something to do, and why not ruin Blizzard's day? <laughs> That'll show Activision. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, wait, yeah, yeah. When right. you say that, I'm like, oh, that was, so, that was a joke. Um, I think, uh, yeah, look, all right, let's get into the uh, far more interesting part of Comedy's this. Comedy's not your forte. Thank you very much. Although it is. Uh, I appreciate and it. And it isn't. Yeah, it is and it isn't. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll that. tell you when it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some lovely Hearthstone um, stuff because it is the Year of the Phoenix. Well, Year mm-hmm. of the Phoenix officially kicks off in what are we talking april April. April 7 i think seven yeah the eighth in australia so seventh yeah so it's basically just in time for easter long weekend yeah which if we were all at work every day holding out for it we'd be um you know we'd be champing the bit for the long weekend but as it is uh we're all strapped to our desks at home anyway um but look i'm excited We've all been excited. We've been teasing it a lot, and um, it's finally here. Which of the things, uh, Costa, when we were talking last week, I'm just curious from your perspective, which of the things were you the most eager to talk about with people uh, when you weren't allowed to talk to anybody about it? Um, Demon Hunter, of course. Yeah. Such I think that was, that was it. It's just such a huge thing. I mean, um, when, we because, were, yeah, they, when we weren't even recording last week and we were sort of starting to talk and then I'm like, no, actually, I don't want to know beforehand. I'm, it's too close now anyway. Um, I didn't I even, didn't offer to tell you. It's like you, I didn't even conceive of the idea that a, <laughs> that a 10th class was going to appear. Like that was definitely not even something that I remotely thought they were going to be entertaining. So it's kind of... It's this far into it, yeah. I mean, what's weird is that because, I mean, I, I play Hearthstone, but I'm not super competitive and I really enjoy the story stuff and... I only stick to a couple of classes and, and that's about it. But, um, you know, when asking them at the event, I'm like, you know, what took so long? <laughs> I worded it completely wrongly. I said, <laughs> what so t- took so long to bring a new class? And like, well, hey, on the sec, like, you know, we've got nine classes exactly uh, at the moment and this far into uh, a competitive card game to introduce a new class is pretty uncommon. Like, it's not something that you'd expect. So well, you it was something that they were very careful. You really should have said rare. Yeah. I should have. Yeah. Thanks. Because we don't, yeah. <laughs> so we don't have they, they, Wait, that's, I forgot. I'm not good at jokes. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> that was actually pretty good, but it was at my expense, so I don't. Uh, I, I'd resign myself to there um, being nine classes forevermore. Um, so I certainly um, didn't expect a, a tenth class to be coming coming in. It's certainly not Demon Hunter two. I thought it'd be more Monk, if any of them. But uh, that's just me. Yeah, and everybody loves a Demon Hunter though. But it, like it definitely, it feels like it does open the gates long term too, doesn't it? Because to to break that that you know perfectly shaped three by three picture of which class are you choosing, um, mm. then means that people could something. Well, okay, so you know, do we one day get the? And look, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into speculation on what it's, might come next. But like, yeah, there's so much to go through. But exactly, it's all like yeah, part yeah. of one thing. Like, so the the demon hunter timing it coincides with the, a whole new expansion, with new cards, and then also a complete rework of the priest. And then you've got all the other stuff: new yeah. onboarding, new player experience, free decks, redoing all the. The ranked system is changing as well. Like yeah. all within April, there's so much happening just in April. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. And then we even just like, we even got um, you know card changes. Like, I saw the roadmap and everything was in match, stage yeah. one, and like stage two <laughs> yeah. is like question marks. Yeah, like what? So ranked all this, all this. Oh, so that's all happening in the <laughs> when they were going through at at the presentation. I assumed that that was like the full year that they were summarizing. Right. Apart yeah. from the expansion. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it's think, like no, no. This is all that's hap- this is what's happening now, and there's more to come. Yeah, it's like I think there was a um, uh, the oh, sorry the thing I was going to say though, like I think as a combo, Ashes of Outland, um, to kind of give us that whole Burning Crusade sort of flavor of yep. that era of World of Warcraft is kind of a really cool move. But then it sort of is then such also, a great yeah. match to bring us Illidan as the Demon Hunter. Um, yeah, really nice way to sort of synchronize that whole conceptual space and to give us those kind of, you know, vibes all over again, which is really cool. Definitely. And, um, yeah, I got to play Demon Hunter for, it's like the most Hearthstone I played in one single session, like almost an entire day. Oh, man. <laughs> just straight Demon Hunter. That is great. With the, with the decks. It was crazy, but like, by the end of it, I was just so in love with the playstyle. Um, it, it is an aggressive playstyle, so it has a different feel to a lot of the classes. But the game changer, I think, is just um, the outcast mechanic. Because it just changes the way you play almost fundamentally. And, and even how you would build decks. Um, because the outcast card kind of sounds like a new mechanic that could fit into the entire Hearthstone um, ecosystem as a mechanic for for an expansion mm. but for the demon hunter it gives them identity and it basically um jokingly <laughs> speaking to um one of the lead designers i was uh, you know he, he mentioned that oh well you know demon hunters are outcasts so the fact that an outcast card you get a bonus when you play it when it's on the leftmost or rightmost of your hand um you know it fits story-wise because it's you know the, the card is you know is about is <laughs> an outcast it's an outlier it's an on, on, in your actual yeah, um, but that wasn't actually the design decision. Like the mechanic came first, but okay, that yeah. bonus, that bonus kind of means that you, you know, if it's close to the edge, you'll just burn a card. If it's not, um, you know, if it's a a five count, and you might play a three count just to burn it, just to get your outcast card. Um, you may um, put cards in your deck based on certain outcast bonuses, and you kind of like play. In it, and, and you kind of like think about the match progress in, in a very different way, I think. And yeah, it kind of fits really in point. with the weapon system. It's kind of like a complementary thing because uh, initially, if you look at the Demon Hunter and you see hero power, they've got the, the glaive and you're like, okay, um, that's something we've seen already with warrior and, um, you know, weapon-based uh, heroes. Um, but it is kind of like quick attacks and aggressive attacks. So you can, so you can kind of like they had a couple of decks there where one deck was really aggressive. So it was kind of like a lot of low cost, really so like impactful cards and minions, and that were kind of like early game sort of like you know very demon hunter in, in terms of like you play aggressive out of the gate and just yeah. and just go for the damage and, um, and and try and get get a victory quickly before it gets too late in the game. But then there's also they had to, the opposite of that deck, but then we were able to 
kind of like pick and choose. And then once you got the hang of it, you know, sort of like the in-between is kind of where you would most people would sit. But it's interesting going up against other heroes because initially everybody was on Demon Hunter, so it was just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Demon I Hunter versus... Hero <laughs> match all day. It was basically, yeah, it just came down to the draw once you understood the cards, but then going up against Warriors, you're like, oh, i got to rethink how, how all this works yeah, and, cool. and how, you, how, you, how you approach Outcast. But I think, yeah, the Outcast cards are very cool. Like the my favorite from the time was the, the Skull of Gul'dan, um, where it's like draw three cards, but you know if it's an outcast, you they all cost three less. So essentially, if you play it, and then you get three cards, and if you were to stack your deck with quite a few, and if you're playing really aggressive, you can stack your deck with um, a lot of four and three cost cards. So that you know three cards come out, and then it's like they may be one or zero cost, and you can just play them straight away. So you can just try and be really aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can sort of like play into that and that side of it, and that, and that mechanic sort of was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I, I think I lost more than I won, but um, you know those victories when when you were just super aggressive were really cool. Yeah, that's what excites me about Outcast as a mechanic. I think it'll make um, Demon Hunter actually a pretty difficult class to play because it really will come down to you'll have a you'll have a plan in place, you'll have a turn ready to go, and then you'll draw an Outcast card. And because it's your right hand most card, it'll be active as you think, oh, geez, like, do I go with the turn I had in yes. mind or do yep. I use this new card to to go differently? I think it'll come down to who can work out when's the right time to turn left and go outcast and see what happens or go with your predetermined play. And a lot of the outcast cards too, which I like to see so far, is not a case of the card that self sucks and you need outcast to make it good. They're usually pretty good cards on their own and outcast. They're kind of like in between. Bonus. Yeah. So I, I think it's really like a nice, a nice to have. Yeah, where you, it's not required. Absolutely, yeah, not essential. And it's a good point. I think it'll actually make for some really nice, uh, you know, sort of commentary moments in competitive play as well. When you're sort of watching for, uh, yeah, the way in which sort of these choices get made and the way things might play out. And yeah, where you have more information than that player does, yeah. um, you know, knowing that oh, if they'd set up for that at the right time, then you know, then things might have played out differently. So um, that's always kind of one of the most fun parts of being in the audience in that sort of context where it's like, I know more than they do and I know they're about to do it, right? Or wrong, whatever it might be. Um, mm. But, yeah, that's it's looking really, really fun. And, I mean, did you guys get – I haven't seen any sort of like previews or anything. Are they changing the like layout of the – interface sort of stuff inside the box um yeah um cam J, our good friend of IGN, had a good video where they sort of went through the the process that i'm pretty sure the final ui is in there but it actually shows like all the drafts they went through as well oh nice how to actually um how they actually got to where they did because obviously tens a very hard number to work with you come from nine do you go three four three do you go five five what do you do so yeah yeah that stuff wasn't there at the um the playstation yeah right cool no, look, yeah, I think that side of it's really exciting. Um, and any other aspects of kind of the new set itself, Ashes of Outland, that are jumping out as sort of particularly exciting? I'm, I'm really curious to see what the power level of this expansion ends up being. So a lot of cards we're seeing now that appear to have really, really almost absurd stats for their cost. Like Demon Hunter has a 5 mana 10-6 which just sounds, just sounds ridiculous at first glance. But yep. a lot of these cards you've got are the sort of the imprisoned something, which means they're dormant for two turns. They're untargetable. Right. They just basically don't exist as far as yeah. the game's concerned. And after two turns, they appear and have some really powerful battle cry. But that, that dormant for two turns is so dormant. It's, it's not that loss. long. It's not that long. So we, when we were playing, there were quite a few dorm, uh, imprisoned cards that were, that were showing up. And you kind of have to act immediately. I think it's to force like a change in, is to change things up because you can't do anything right that second, but you have to kind of plan for it because most of those dormant cards, as soon as they become active, are just so powerful and they're kind of like board clearers and almost even uh, game changers in terms of like swinging the pendulum completely in the other direction. And that happened a few times um, in 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 the various games we were playing. So whether or not that that needs to be the balance will change or whatever, who knows? But I think the idea was um, obviously thematically makes sense with the Ashes of Outlands, but um, 
I think was to add that sort of like you know powerful game changing cards. Yeah. The other the other powerful thing as well is the the prime minions, which I think every every class yeah. except demon hunter is getting a prime legendary minion, and they're yeah, they're really interesting right. to me because. All of them in their original form are, are sort of almost aggressively vanilla. Like I think the the warrior one is a four mana four four with rush, nothing else. The shaman ones I think are three mana four three with spell damage plus one. Like all of them in their original forms are pretty stock standard. The mm-hmm. death rattle they shuffle a prime version themselves into your deck, and then the prime version is much more powerful. I'm really curious to see how those legendaries go in cards that struggle for card draw because we've already had all five neutral legendary minions revealed, and there's no. Kronk's Dragon Hoof X minion, like the one from Galakron's, uh, sorry, Descent of Dragons that drew Galakron for you. So I don't think we're going to get a card that draws a prime minion from your deck straight away. And so in, in classes like, you know, Warrior and Shaman and Paladin that don't necessarily have great access to card draw or death rattle manipulation to get the prime version early, interesting to see because you basically have to draw that legendary twice. And in the case of yeah. Shaman, because the prime version draws three spells for you and reduces their cost. You have to draw it twice and then hope that the three spells you wanted from it haven't been drawn already before you've drawn your prime version. So they interest me a lot. I think in, in, in classes with great card draw, they'll be insane. The Druid one's going to be excellent. I think the Mage one's going to be excellent. But yeah, Shaman Warrior have been revealed. They worry me. And the Paladin one too. We haven't seen that one yet, but that class doesn't have much card draw. it be interesting to see if they can make the primes work or not. Yeah, and I wonder, I mean... Let's kind of, I guess, quickly think as well about the fact that what rotate, like, is there any recruit left after the next rotation? Um, or was that sort of two years old? Because it's not like, yeah, you know, that feeling that even if that mechanic isn't even around, then there's no way you can even try to build to have a very specific recruit to try to bring in. There is one Demon Hunter minion. I think it's from the Demon Hunter Initiate set, not the new expansion that will sort right. of essentially recruit a demon at the end of your turn, but there's nothing to do with primes at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't... Not like, yeah, some of those yeah, are ones where it would be like, recruit a seven cost, you know, and then you're like, oh, uh, well, I'll only have one seven cost in my deck. Thanks. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't seen anything like that Yeah. Uh, yet. So as it stands, I think it will be hard for yeah. certain classes to reliably fish the prime minion out of their deck. Yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's a reasonable issue. And so it might be that... It's one of those cool ideas that maybe doesn't quite find play until, of course, you know, someone starts clearing house with that one perfect deck that they find that. <laughs> one rocks up to Worlds with some stupid deck. It's like, how does that work? And then, oh, that's how it works. And then we all look silly. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, uh, yeah, actually, let's talk about the new rank ladder system first because it's definitely, I mean, at first, it's an overhaul. Yeah. Like I was kind of at first going, well, it, I mean, it's just more ranks, but there's definitely, the more I kind of started reading, the more I realized that there's a lot more layers to, um, you know, the fact that there's actually something, you know, there's some value attached to the effort to rank up. It's not just a kind of pointless exercise um, and, you know, and you'll get one more random card you don't need or something like that. There's a bit of value each season and and that's kind of the that secondary thought there. They they sort of referred to season. Are they moving away from the monthly model, or is this is a uh, season no it resets month? every? It's a season a month, okay. and what happens at the end of the season? Everybody um, goes back to bronze ten. Yeah, and so you start afresh. But it, depending on how you finish up, obviously that dictates you know certain rewards. But at the same time, um, there's also a bonus system. I don't know whether it's stars. I think bonus stars. stars yep. Yep. So when you get a star for a win, you'll get, you know, X amount extra straight away. So if, if you did really well, then you'll, um, you know, for the first, your first five wins, if you're like in gold or platinum, who knows, um, that, you know, your first three wins, whatever you get bonus three stars. So, or four stars, five stars, whatever it is. And then you'll just, you'll go straight to silver. So it'll, yeah. so people won't have to, or, you know, top players won't won't have to um i guess they won't it won't become that much of a risk or gamble for everyone at the start of the season where it's like oh you know am i going to be up against a master now you know for the first week you know if everybody's in bronze or whatever and just may feel completely unbalanced so that system should alleviate that yeah it feels like Um, you can race back up the ladder pretty quickly given the the start to a certain point yeah yeah so I think their yeah. example was, you know, if you have a star bonus of five times 
and you win a game, you'll get five stars instead of one. And if you're winning that game as part of a win streak, then you'll get 10 stars. So like, that's right. Yeah. But there's a base level too. So new players will get a separate ranking system and um, which ties into um, a new story mode that will ease new players in and uh, and new and returning players will get to choose uh, a free competitive deck um yeah that's a really i think that's great um and that's the one where um i know yeah sort of uh gianna she is moving house this week and um did not have coronavirus so that's always also good news um but yeah she's not a big hearthstone person she was like i don't know if you even need me this week anyway but i think this kind of stuff is a great way to give people that chance to come back to give it another try and not feel like they are hundreds of cards behind it's like you are going to get a you know a usable deck for, to be for, able to yeah and for and for lapsed players the way um it was explained to me was that it's yeah. uh, they don't expect everybody to be up to date with the current meta so if you haven't played for a year or two because we're heading into yeah. or even longer because it's year six then the the new story stuff or the new mission stuff um is being designed to teach you what what the current meta is or, or how Hearthstone oh, yeah, okay, plays nice. now, yeah, and 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 so then the, the I guess the, what you go through and then the deck you end up getting um, will reflect that. So it won't be um, like a you know a tutorial that that is irrelevant, yeah, nice. compared to of, of what what the actual competitive competitive side is. And it make it doesn't. I oh, sorry, you go ahead, Sterling. Oh, sorry, just to go that ladder a bit before we move too far ahead, though. Yeah. I think one thing that's, that's also really good, though, is in addition to the star bonuses, your losses still only account for one star. So that's going to make feeling uh, laddering up oh, so much less of a punish where you're okay. one star away from getting to silver or gold and you lose that one. And it's like, oh, great, now I've got to win two more games. Well, no, you still need to win one. You'll get a whole bunch of stars as well. My only concern with uh, – well, two concerns really is one is they're doing like a sort of a, a back-end MMR reset because one problem they said they had was that – New players are going to rank twenty, and they're coming up against a whole bunch of lapsed players who just yeah. fallen down the ladder and they're just getting absolutely pummeled. Yeah. Um. And so I just I'm just interested to see if you know if I'm at bronze ten and I'm still getting matched up against people who are at my level, is it going to be much harder to get into a groove at the start of the season because you're still against evenly matched players the whole time? But the the big one for me actually the, the problem is because obviously before you just lost four ranks if you missed a month or you know whatever, uh, but now because that star bonus you get is only based on your previous month's performance. Now, if you miss a month, that, um, Interesting. that ladder yeah. is so, so punishing because now you're at bronze 10 and you have no bonus and you've just got to grind yeah. your way up the hard way the whole way. So that that's the sort but, of the one, mm, one red flag but, I picked up. Is it one win, one rank? So, I mean, it wouldn't be that grindy. I, mean, one, I think, one, I think one, if you're a new player, star. it's one star for one. one oh, yes, three, three, stars, per three rank. stars. Yeah, so 30 to get from, yeah. 30 wins to get from bronze to silver. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a bit, sounds like, a bit like there should be like a win streak bonus then or something. But definitely a win streak bonus as well. Because the example they give was if you're in legend, you'd get 10 bonus stars at the start of the season. So you could get to silver in three wins. But yeah, if you just happen to miss a month. Oh, well, just in general, like yeah. if you win, you know, three or five games in a row. Oh, yeah, you're starting to then you just get like you know five star bonus for your next win or yeah. something. Or even they they could take a lesson from uh, the whole you know um, uh, what do you call it like you know flight status system where you like you parachute people down. All right, you were in diamond and then you actually missed a month. Uh, next month we're going to pretend that you finished in platinum. You know, and so you'll get four <laughs> You're talking, stars. Uh, <laughs> and everybody flies every other week. <laughs> well, look, I yeah, I need to the what system. Basically, I, I I want Hearthstone to give me that feeling. I'm not going to get mm-hmm. flying anywhere over the next year. Yeah, um, no more business lounges for you. I know, but, but look, if you're flying a whole sort of parachutes, I'd actually rather not fly. To be honest. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like some kind of a graceful system where it would say like, oh, wait, this person, yeah, they were gold um, and therefore they were getting a three-star bonus at the end of yeah, the end of last season, but then they didn't play and so they're still sitting at bronze 10, but we'll give them two stars on the next month. And then it'd be like, well, like if someone took three months off, then they deserve to like disappear Absolutely. down the hole. Do you reckon there'd be a way to introduce almost like an Overwatch system where you go through your... Um, preseason games and then get matched into 
you know, okay, you'll you'll start in bronze, you'll start in silver, you'll start in gold. I mean, they could It'd be interesting. That, right? Yeah, but I'd be worried. Like, it'll be hard to track like yeah. performance. How polarizing the is to you? because it's, it's not a team game too. Like, you know, what you can, That's you can right. still loop. But like, hey, you know what? You're actually a pretty good teammate. You did like 20k healing, whatever. You yeah, know, it's easy to track. It's like yeah. x amount of damage healing. It's like, all right, it's just yeah. raw maths that feeds into the <laughs> yeah, the ranking system. Whereas Hearthstone, you know, you got bad RNG and you lost that game. So too bad. Yeah. But look, also, uh, I was just going to say, it, it'd be on like, when you think about it, if someone is, let's say they regularly make platinum and then they skipped a month, you're like, you skipped a whole month? Really? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, then, yeah. Hey, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah. Sorry, Stealing, you were going to say something. Oh, I was going to say, like, I don't know how it would destroy. It would probably destroy the MMR in the back end, but you could almost do, like a Duolingo thing where if you could, like, spend a bit of gold or a bit of dust, you get like a rank freeze. Like, I'm not going to play rank this month. You can't play the road, but you get to preserve your rank to some extent. Ooh. Because you know you're going to be away somewhere. I don't know. It's a pie in the sky idea, but yeah, could be worth looking at. Like in uh, yeah, if, you know, you can put your like vacation mode on 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 your gym membership in order to. And I haven't been a gym member in a long time either, so I'm making this up. Maybe it's not even a thing, but I think sometimes you could say I'm going like traveling for a year, and therefore like, can I just pay five dollars a month to maintain my membership or something like that? You'd be like, here's here's five hundred dust. Don't mm. mess my rank. Well, you want people to buy their own rank. No, it doesn't sound. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, nothing will ever go wrong with it. Anyway, I, I have to say I will just create a new account just to kind of try to taste some of those intro experiences because, well, mm-hmm. I do. I've got a I've got an old UK account. I used to play against my old CNET buddies in the UK because no one in Sydney cared about Hearthstone, but the UK team did. So I made a you know, free-to-play account that I just slowly you know, kept ranking up as best I could. Um, that's definitely a count I haven't logged into in a long time. So I'd be able to check that out and kind of get that um, returning player experience. So that's something. I think everybody should be able to join into that because I think it's new and returning player experience. Uh, but I, I think there's a thing of like if you have oh, yeah, a brand new for three yep. months or something like that. Yeah, I think it's a yeah, four, four, months. four months. Four yeah. months, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else? Oh, and then Hall of Fame. There's some like a big, big list of uh, cards heading for the Hall of Fame. I guess when we include both, uh, let's just start with the kind of the neutral cards before we then touch on the whole priest thing because that's a really big, big Leroy Jenkins down. decision. But we are losing Leroy. That mm-hmm. is huge. It was time. And what yeah, about his time's come? All right, so well, let's let's do a quick round of uh, yes, no. Okay, so I'll I'll read it out, and then you guys each say yes or no on whether you think it was time to go. Acolyte of pain. Oh, can I say maybe? <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, spellbreaker. Yes. No. I'm I'm a no on spellbreaker as well, actually. And I was probably a maybe on Acolyte of pain. <laughs> Mind control tech. <laughs> Yes. Yes. No. I don't know. Uh, okay, you've you both convinced me. The way the numbers has convinced me. Mountain giant. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm a almost almost a no. I'm almost a no on that one. I'm a yes. Yeah. I think it was time. And then Leroy Jenkins. Mm, maybe. I'll say yes. Sterling already said yes, didn't he? I said yes. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted it last year. Yeah, and and look, I mean, yeah, it, that really kind of then. Although I I might have missed some recent cards because I think I saw somebody saying, having already thought, wow, that really starts to put a nail in the coffin of charge. There might have been a new charge card revealed in the new set. An absolutely bonkers charge card. A Demon Hunter legendary. I think it's Kane Sun Fury. Four mana, three, five with charge. And all friendly attacks ignore taunt. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, indeed. <laughs> wow, that's a finisher. <laughs> it's, the first, it's the first charge card printed since Knights of the Frozen Thrones. It's been a long time since we've had yeah. one. And like, that uh, was that, like, that, well, that was like a 2 1 with Divine it's Shield. Like a, it's like a yeah, two two with life steals and like that. Oh, it was yeah. nothing, nothing special. Um, but like, holy macaroni! Like all all friendly attacks ignore torn. Like in Demon Hunter with weapon synergy and that kind of stuff. That could just be an absolutely nutty card. Um, I don't see how Demon Hunter card, a uh, Demon Hunter deck, sorry, in the future aren't Kane, Sun Fury, and twenty nine other cards. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's huge. I had not seen that one yet. That is that's monstrous. But and that's I mean that's a real finisher. I mean, in some ways, it does then reflect on that idea again of like, do not let, don't let a demon hunter get too on board. Or if that drops anywhere near you, then you could be toast. Like, there's no way to. But the caveat is, the demon hunter will should apparently have access to almost no minion buffs or anything like that. So I think there'll be a. If you've got access to board clear, you shouldn't have too much trouble clearing right. Demon Hunter boards. Uh, but obviously, if you if you can't, then that guy comes down and you're probably brown bread. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's pretty stunning. Wow, I yeah, that's huge. Um, all right, let's dive in then to the priest cards. Or oh, here's a quick question without notice: Is there anything else that you feel like should be heading to Hall of Fame out of the wider pool? Um, Left field, but I think I'd like to see Warsong Commander go to Hall of Fame and be reverted to that Grim Patron era. Um, yeah, I agree. So that's where it gave uh, minions that had three or less second charge. I think Grim Patron Warrior would be okay in Wild. I think that, that place is already so crazy. That deck wouldn't break Wild. And it's just like, it's because it's a basic card too. You can't even dust it. It's just, a, it's a literal collection clogger. It serves no purpose in the game right now. Um, you know, give Warrior a decent basic card put that into the Hall of Fame and let a, a sort of a pretty famous deck from Hearthstone's history live again in wild. Yeah, I agree. It's like, you know, they did that cool. for Molten Giant. They reverted it once it was in yep. Hall of Fame. I think that's a good move when they, you know, give it its old life back. So are you going to say, say something, Costa? No, no. No? I'm all right. Cool. Um, priests entering the Hall of Fame. Uh, we've got, well, I guess, yeah, let's Everything. just touch on this because, I mean, it's, yeah, it is such <laughs> a reset. It really oh, is. That. And, there's, and there's redesigns and then there's new cards. So the priest is, yeah, being, the cards are being replaced and changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it is quite like, so basics, Divine Spirit, gone. North Cheer go. Cleric, gone. Prophet Velen. I mean, has anybody played Prophet Velen in the last three years? The day Mind Blast went to wild was the day Prophet Velen stopped seeing play. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yep. Um, Shadow Form. Uh, that's, yeah, I remember trying it out sometime. You know, oh, is there a viable Shadow deck? For, no, no, there isn't. A number of times I've looked at that card and said, there has to be something here, and uh, it never was. Yeah. Um, Holy Fire. Um, and Orkanite Soul Priest, yeah, which, you know, and that had its time in the sun, uh, Orkanite, but I think, um, it was usually when you played it to then drop a, uh, the, uh, what was it, the healing, zero cost, four heal, everything, which, oh, circle of healing, yeah, circle of healing, um, was almost the main time that I used to sort of, yeah, see that getting dropped on boards. Um, but, yeah, really big reset, essentially. I mean, but what do we think of that idea of, I guess, like, here, step one, I love the idea that they are regaining, like, you know, the early era of Hearthstone, there was so much talk about sort of maintaining the integrity of cards. You know, the card would sort of stay around. It would take a lot for them to choose to change it. In so many ways, that was a reflection of, you know, trying to be the digital card game that still had that mm -hmm. card game integrity. But it does feel like through that last year, they've had such great success with saying, let's change things up a little more often. Let's buff things as well as um, nerf things. Let's kind of create those kind of fun events that starts to mix things up a little bit. All those kinds of opportunities, um, it feels like it fed into this idea of saying, well, we can just, Let's just restructure how the class even works in the first place and think about what that means for players and not be afraid to kind of do something this significant to an entire class. Well, once we saw um, uh, buffs to the cards in the Boomstay project, I thought, okay, we're probably going to see some changes to classic cards here because it's always been sort of the, the joke that Priest's basic and classic set has been really useless and it's sort of the problem's compounded because to make up for that, Priest gets really, really powerful cards every expansion. People complain like, oh, another broken card for Priest. <laughs> like, well, they need broken cards because their basic set is garbage. Uh, and so this kind of solves two problems because then they can probably relax a bit on not giving Priest such absurd things each expansion, give Priest a yeah. bit of a stronger basic set to work with, 
and just sort of improve the overall health of the class too. Because so many of those cards you see, they're like, Walk on I Soul Priest isn't a particularly difficult card to work with. It's not designed that many, but it's just that card is never going to get support. They're never going to give Priest more damage from hand. Yeah. And yeah. so the longer that sits in the, the classic set is the longer Priest just doesn't get support for its existing archetypes. So um, I think it's a it's really, really good move. Uh, I love all the changes they've made. I'd like to see Paladin get the same treatment next, but that's sort of a topic for another day. Yeah, and look, yeah, you know, I mean, some of the the balance updates to kind of make some of those kind of really strong classic cards, um, yeah, more exciting and viable, like Holy Smite down to one cost, deal three damage. Um, yeah, Shadow Word Death two cost, um, zero cost for Power Word Shield. Um, that's I feel like I wish Power Word Shield had become a, a Divine Shield card as well, given that it you know it's a it's a damn shield. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, like all those tweaks, like, yeah, they are really exciting for what that's going to mean to the way you can play this stuff. I think, um, shadow madness is kind of an interesting one there where it's like down to a three cost to take control of an enemy with three or less attack. Um, just like in some ways in a tempo sense, I think that kind of creates some really interesting opportunities for, for priests if they want to go control, it kind of can really come in at just the right moment there to slow something down um, before you just get swamped. Um, so, yeah, lots of kind of interesting opportunities there. But what of the new Priest cards are jumping out at you guys in particular? Anything? Um, well, as, as a non-Priest player, Power Infusion, um, it's a very simple. Give a minion a bunch of, yeah. bunch of health. Big health stat, exactly, yeah. Like plus six, plus two, plus six, and it's only four costs, so it seems pretty good. Well, the funny thing is that, that that exact spell exists in Whispers of the Old Gods as a five cost, so just they've just copied and pasted it into <laughs> the lower cost. There um, you go. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Look, I, I think creep. the, the, the big... Creep. <laughs> from classic um the the big um the big one that jumps out to me for priests has to be shadow word ruin four mana destroy all minions with five more attack like that's that's shadow reaper yeah. end with battle cry for yep. half price and as an epic too so you can do it twice in a game that that is that is absolutely insane um that that's one that has jumped out to me the most i think the one thing i'd like to see just more for priest is just some extra pieces to go around the copy mechanic because, you know, we've seen the last year with Rogue, especially with all the thief cards they got. You know, you're not stealing cards from your opponent's deck, but you're still you're stealing cards from your opponent's class. And they've got weapons that benefit from that. They've got a quest that benefits from that. They sort of get rewards for doing that, whereas Priest has always had these cards that do a similar thing. And that's just it. You get the cards, and if they're good, they're good. If they're not, they're not. And so I'd just like to see to make this, this classic set a bit better, whether it comes in an expansion or a sort of future addition to the classic set just some more cards that actually reward you for adding cards to your deck from your opponent's hand if that makes sense yeah 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 um and so this is separate to the you? cards that are coming in the outlands expansion yes so these just replace the the classic invasive ones yeah and yeah so yeah. there will be i guess all those new cards will essentially complement the redesign mm. i mean it's also an interesting point that we of course have to re-earn the classic cards um which means you know there's another new classic legendary which i guess means you know for most people at this point they're gonna have if they're big fans of the game they will have basically every classic card in existence which means the next time you roll a legendary you are going to get natalie Celine because i would it wouldn't be a big issue either because you get the full dust refund from the hall of fame cards anyway wouldn't you so i think you should be able to craft the new cards with that dust that's yeah that's right yeah i always forget that part of hall of fame so that is yeah quite a bit of well at least if if you have leroy you can get yourself you can get yourself natalie straight away um yeah no that's good uh so well it's worth just touching on there briefly yeah so um sterling that is your wish list uh for paladin to go next that it is and a shaman hero power rework too yeah look i'm with you on that one actually yeah. So, so wait, which is it then? You can only get one. Do you want Shaman first or do you want Paladin first? <laughs> you know me. I want a Shaman one first. So <laughs> give, us a, give us a better hero power. Paladin can wait. Yeah. Um, any thoughts, Costa? What would you wish was next? Um, warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get rid of that Any's damn talking. armor up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Though then there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, well, I suppose no, because, right, I was supposed to say, because there's cards that give it the bigger armor. It's like they can just rewrite what that upgraded hero power is, and yep. that would still work just fine. So, yeah, everything still There's works. a lot to keep track of. It's it's almost, a, it's overwhelming. Just yeah, trying to think about deep, the, It's definitely, <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, I guess well, just, even, just what's coming now. It's like we've got yeah. the priest, we've got Demon Hunter, and we've got Primes, the Prime Minions, and all sorts of things happening with Outlands. Yeah. All right, well, let's... Um, I guess, I mean, we already touched on a little bit of that new player experience stuff, um, the card deduplication. Is there anything else that we've kind of missed out of this big brain dump? I mean, we've been here for a while, but, um, yeah, like, I mean, what are the things, what are you going to, I guess, jump on first when we when we get Oh, the well, they're releasing the oh, yeah, yeah. Illidan prologue story campaign. Oh, that's right, yes. Um, so that comes out a week before, and um, I'm assuming we'll will be comprised of similar decks that we got to play with and, you know, complete that and then you get the basic cards and um, starter cards and free to everyone to to play as soon as the uh, Outlands goes live the following week. Yeah. I think, I mean, on login we already got dropped a, a card, didn't we? Which legendary was that? Elphus, Sunstrider, in Hearthstone finally. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Every third, yeah, every third spell, zero cost, isn't it? Yeah. There are some gnarly videos yeah. of him in Druid and Mage in particular doing some absolutely bonkers stuff. Like, you think how many cheap spells Mage has? You can just go <laughs> magic trick, magic trick, pyroblast. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. That's, your image, that's, that's my MO. Pyroblast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beginning and end. Yeah. <laughs> you know. um, and if you get, yeah, get an LNF out there and then you've just got you know, cards for days. Gee, please. That's nuts. All right. Look, I think we might wrap it up there. That was um, a good brain dump on all the new stuff. Um, I think, you know, as well, someone. Will you be jumping into then a Demon Hunter like that first week, just playing a ton of Demon Hunter, do you reckon? Yeah, look, I think you can't help. Or, or you're kind of uh, sitting in a position where you want to try it first and see if it suits your play style or. Um, it's been, you know, we're in year six now, so a new class is such an exciting thing that, yeah, I'm going to give it a real good go. It'll be exciting to see a whole new um, avenue or a new style to go through. For, for me, I probably feel like I, quite often when there's kind of a new wave of stuff, I do spend a little while just playing playing my favorite couple of decks from the last wave just to kind of see you know what are the things that that get thrown at Mm -hmm. me that i just can't deal with and then sort of start to get a always try to get a feel for what's new by what can beat my butt (laughs) that that's just appeared out of nowhere because i hadn't noticed i'm not i'm not that big on the theory crafting side of it ahead of going in so it's almost like i'd rather just bump into things that destroy me a little bit and then go oh that's really cool i want to go and play that thing um in that sense that's where i feel like i'll probably um you know just kind of keep playing a few bits and pieces of a few different existing decks and then that's when then i'll get tempted into playing a demon hunter when i just smash into one and get completely screwed by it and go okay it's time to go and play (laughs) let's see what it's got for me (laughs) because i'm i mean it's almost like my world of warcraft life i'm i'm not anybody like i don't main any particular class i do there's probably classes i avoid um but you know and i mean paladin hunter are my two goldens but i you know enjoy playing a bit of everything um wow i don't know how that's possible well it's crazy talk playing every class uh well i don't know yeah just whatever whatever excites me at the time I'm gonna be a huge Grinch. I'm gonna be a huge Grinch and see what counters Demon Hunter hard and play that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. who's gonna be oh Demon Hunter's new and new and fun, like guess what, Sunny Jim, here comes whatever, and then just farm them for two weeks, hopefully. But what if the only counter is like the ten minute control deck? Oh, I played a lot of Res Priest this season, so ten minutes <laughs> is uh is nothing. That's a turn. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the patience for it, then you win. 
through. I've been playing a lot of, uh, you know, the revitalized face hunter lately just because I like going, well, I'm either going to win or I'm going to lose really quickly. Let's find out. (laughs) Yeah, I think Demon Hunter is good for that. And that's kind of what I'm going to do. I'm not going in with expectations that I'm going to ride it all the way to rank heaven. But no, it's just going to be, I think, personally, I'm just going to all the way to silver. It's going to be just super aggressive. um, Yeah. Stick to two or three things and just keep trying that until it doesn't work anymore, then go back to mage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's kind of cool. Like I think that we so many um returning and new players that will just jump into Demon Hunter that it's gonna be it's gonna be stacked stats wise. I think you just if whatever game you play, it'll be just working overtime to try and match make you uh match make you against somebody that isn't a demon hunter. Yeah. It'll be good being able to jump on and run into like a class or a deck that you genuinely have no idea how you're going to yeah, go. Yeah, that's a really good like, point. Like, oh, I, 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 and what's going to be cool is you're going to see a, a card and go, "Wow, oh, so you know, you, you, if even if you've gone over it before, but just actually seeing it being played and go, oh, so that's how it works <laughs> when it's when it's you know, like with any card when it's used properly." <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. No, and look, I mean, another quick thing to note. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm pleased they made this choice, but obviously we're not getting a kind of year-long story arc kind of a concept again. This um, you know, this, this, this kind of still feels bigger in a way. Yeah, totally. And that, like I quite like as well, though, that I feel like as but a... they're focusing on, yeah, so like the, the new and returning player story stuff as well as the Demon Hunter prologue missions and then mm. there's going to be an, a solo adventure for Outlands that hasn't been talked about yet. Yeah. So I think, like, if anything, even though it's not a year-long story, story is going to get ramped up even more this year. Yeah, but, the, like, I, I really like the idea that, you know, what happened last year is its own sort of cool epic moment in the game's yep. history. It pulled together sort of elements of, you know, the couple of years before that with all these different villains they'd created. Um gave us that kind of just big, shiny, exciting moment. But then it's not like going, oh, and now how do we top that in a yeah by mm. telling another story it's like no we now let's get back to kind of let's Illidan kind of think about the and game. classic yeah. warcraft yeah. outlands um burning I, crusade so like you could even criticize and say oh okay so you just you know going back to the warming blanket of, of <laughs> warcraft lore that everybody knows and loves yeah but like i i, I wasn't in I, like the idea of going to outland hadn't really kind of crossed my mind so i was actually really Kind of excited. Also, as well, what's cool is that the Outland art direction kind of has like a um, a Hearthstone version of Mad Max yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, <laughs> which is very cool. And as ever, I love their intro videos. And as someone who <laughs> does watch those crazy like Storage Wars type shows, sometimes they did a great job. I was deep into <laughs> Storage Wars when it first came out. And then everybody tells you, oh, half of it's fake. And you're like, yeah, yeah it is yeah. TV. What I'm did like, I think I of that? I don't care. <laughs> I fell for it. But then you watch it and you're like, I don't care. It's fake or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's it's fun and it's random TV. Why not? Um, <laughs> so, yes, I thoroughly enjoyed their uh, version of it, particularly with, uh, you know, everything from Apex Crystals to like just so many random kind of classic Warcraft nerd uh, currencies. Mm. Right down to, didn't you say, like, and it's uh, 500. It's like, 500 what? No, oh, 500. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Reddit detectives reckon that the currencies they use in combination with the pictures that are hinting at the expansions this year reckon we're getting a Drain Eye expansion in, well, the second one will be Drain Eye themed and the third one will be Dark Moon Fair based on the currencies using the pictures. So uh, you never know how informative this would be. Look, last year I no, didn't predict I, that the final, uh, you know, the final expansion was going to be dragons themed. Given that it was Year of the Dragon, it wasn't really much of a prediction, mm. but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm claiming it. Um, but like the color of that Year of the Phoenix thing, like there's nothing about that third pre- one. Predict that, it. Sorry? Predict the third one now and let's see if you get it right. Because you've got dragons oh, because of your, your seer capabilities. So I feel like that middle <laughs> one has more of a a dark moon fair coloration to it than the third one because the third one doesn't signify anything like that. Okay, let me... Yeah, purple is kind of like dark moon fair. Yeah. I'm not a wow guy. I'm just going off what the yeah. detectives say. I, I will say that second one looked a lot like how the Boomsday Project got teased initially and a lot of people thought that would be a Netherstorm expansion, but 
from what little wow I do know, I believe the Netherstorm is already in Outland, so it wouldn't even make sense to have I'm, Outland then Netherstorm in the same year. Yeah. See, I was actually kind of looking at that thinking, well, maybe, yeah, maybe that is a Netherstorm thing and it's like the next expansion is like going deeper into Outland um, in some sort of sense. And then that third one, maybe it's like uh, the Sunwell. Something to do with that. I'll defer to you guys. Yeah, there's my prediction somewhere. That's a decent, yeah, it, it suits the color. Yeah. But I, I but think that, you'll be wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll never mention it again. And if I was correct, <laughs> then... Yeah, only mention it when you're correct. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Remember that last time I predicted when... <laughs> when that, yeah, that I'm thing that happened. Me. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, look, thank you guys so much for stopping by and Anytime. nerding out on Hearthstone. Um, I am definitely excited for the rest of this year and, yeah, can't wait to hopefully convince Blizzard to let me chat to the folks over there again because everybody's going to be doing phone interviews this year. <laughs> That's, That's definitely true. the case. Mm. Um, you know, they're certainly not even visiting us to just come and say hi because that ain't happening. Um, unless they're going to sit in a hotel room for two weeks when they first arrive. But then there aren't even planes flying anymore. But let's leave all that behind because we're going to enjoy some Hearthstone and not worry about the woes of the world because we're going to go to Outland where it, it will remind us how much worse it could be. <laughs> we could be living on a torn, desolate, you know, floating. Pizza about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, guys, I, let Sterling tell people where they can find you if they want to follow your things on the internet. Uh, you can find me simply Sterling Coates on Twitter. That's S-T-I-R-L-I-N-G-C-O-A-T-E-S. Excellent. And Costa, where can they find you? Yes, uh, Todovsky on Twitter and OzGamers every day. Brilliant. And look, once again, all you uh, great people, thank you very much for listening. And we will catch you again. 